Hey guys, it's Mom Taraj, the podcast about being a mom that thinks that most mom stuff is super boring. So we created our own posse. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. And we are ready to walk you down the red carpet of motherhood. Hey, everybody. Hey, we have got a great show today. Happy Mother's Day. Happy hopeful day of rest. You You know, it's really funny. Every year, way before Mother's Day, we're always like, this show is a mother's show, so we should do like a big Mother's Day thing. And then every year, because we're overworked mothers, we forget. It's like the week before we're like, oh shit. Yeah, it's our third Mother's Day with Mom Taraj, and we cannot get it together. Every single time. I know. It's like the most on-brand mothery thing. We're just, uh, we're overworked moms, just like the rest of you, you know? It happens. Whatever. But we've got a great show regardless, because we're awesome, and we can pull shit out of our ass. We're going to try. So first up, we are asking our kids about us. We are going to interview Seba and Luna and ask them some questions and see what they think about us. You know, kids don't lie, just like the hips. And then we're going to take some advice from our moms. We're going to talk about the little nuggets of advice they've given us throughout our lives and see if it still tracks or if it's, what do the kids say? Fact or cap? I've never heard of that. That's on TikTok. If it's true or bullshit, basically, guys. I wrote hogwash, which is the oldest lady thing to say ever. I was trying to be like, the kids. And as always, we have our hashtag swag bag, but up next, take it away, child. The tits and the sits. Everyone, Ashley's wearing a shirt that says eat shit and die. It's my favorite. This was, I think, a Mother's Day gift in all honesty. Oh, see? Full circle. So my tits are, my backyard is to me what your nose job is to you. Expensive? Expensive. On your mind? Very drawn out and continuously talked about. And maybe also a pain. Yes and no. So, well, it's my tits. So, We got the new deck and, you know, let me tell you, other than a house, I think this is the most adult purchase of my personal life. Yeah, it's not sexy. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Right. It is and it isn't. Look, it's not even my dream deck. I'm not going to sit here and be like, this is the most spectacular deck you've ever seen in your life. No, it's not. But literally, it functions, it's pretty, and it does its job. It's safe, it's stable, it's nice. Like, I can't complain. I'm very happy. That being said, this weekend, so I've been, like I've talked about, doing a backyard that is literally a dumpster where all the feral animals from the neighborhood fornicate, fight, (laughs) search for food. I'm not joking. That's not an exaggeration. This is true. They take dumps there. Like, this is what my backyard has been. So honestly, any little work makes it so much better. So we, we finally took down some fencing that needs to be replace like it's a little by little process we were going to redo a whole fence but it's so expensive we're going to just make it work and honestly it's gotten to the point where it's like now my creative juices are really flowing so were the cat's creative juices I'm just feeling inspired I'm watching a lot of videos on like how to do things and it's good I'm just excited and I wish I didn't have to do other things to finance a backyard because all I want to do is work on it now and sleep I know that's how I am with my plants yeah and I feel like you know being creative is such like a outlet for me and I where you paint by numbers at a certain point at night I'm like I just need to veg out so I don't haven't been doing it that often so it's nice to really like put my mind to something creative and see it come to fruition my shits are where the hell does my time go where does it go and I wrote this and then I looked at your shits and saw you have this also in there so I didn't mean to do that but I just want to know how every other mother 
makes it all happen. Like, how do you all do it? And how do you do it with multiple children? Because I gotta tell you, lately, the kid part's not even the struggle. It's just all the other moving parts. He's like the most consistent part of my schedule. It just doesn't end. And I teeter between, like, every day, it's the mind fuck of telling myself, like, it's okay. You're doing your best. You can only get so much done. And also being like... I'm not doing enough. I'm not spending enough time with my kid. It's just so much. It's so much back and forth. And I'm just, I'm so tired right now. I'm also trying to work out again, which I've been pretty consistent about, which is good. Um, But that shit takes a lot of time out of you too. And now I just finally took a shower at like 2.30 in the afternoon and all I want to do is nap. That's it. I hear you. You are very complacent today. I'm exhausted (laughs) and I am worn down. I get it. You know, we were in Cleveland and then we came back and then it was spring break. And like I went to my mom's help, you know, have help. And then we came back here and then it's like a busy weekend. And now Luna doesn't have school today. And it's a lot of trying to figure out how everything's going to fit together. And I feel like I've already had a full day and it's only three. And I still have a laundry list of things to like get done. I have a laundry list of laundry too. Yeah. I, that's next on the list is to put away Luna's laundry so yep. I can do some more. So my thing of where does the time go is it's just like, and part of it is kids, but it's just like, I look at my schedule. I'm booked out to almost the end of May. I when know. did this happen? There's no spontaneity. Like you and I have to film something on a weekend, and we don't even like we don't even know if we're going to be able to make that happen. Right? Just where is the spontaneity to just to just have a casual day where you wake up and you do stuff? I don't know what that is, and I hate that I don't know what that is. So I was just like, where does the time go? Yeah. And I know some of it is being a parent, but I also just feel like maybe because of COVID, like our sense of time is really warped, or it's not like I'm watching TV, or there's just not time to get everything done. It's, it feels crazy making. That's part of my shits. And then the other shits is uh, watching other people's children makes me realize that there can be peace and I just don't have it. Yeah, those kids were very well behaved. I mean, for the few moments I talked to you on FaceTime while you were with them, they were so soft-spoken and like tender where yeah. our kids, not so much. I mean, I, for all intents and purposes, slept over their house. I got there really early in the morning to help out and the kids woke up with me there. There was no tears. They came in and said, can I snuggle? I'm like, yes. Oh my God. And they snuggled. They're like, it's so good to see you. I'm like, it's great to see you. And then we went downstairs and we had breakfast. I put a show on. They agreed on a show. They ate with forks and spoons. That is a three-year-old and a one-year-old ate with forks and spoons. And it was quiet. And I was drinking coffee, letting the light filter in through the window. And two children were quiet and they didn't need (laughs) me to feed them. They were feeding themselves. And I was just like, (gasps) it makes me wonder what you're doing wrong with your own child, doesn't it? I know, 100%. And then we had some time before Luna came and it was like, maybe two is easier. But it's not like they were like occupying themselves right? Yes. They full on played with each other before Luna got there. I like barely had to do anything. Oh, so maybe two is easier. Maybe we've been doing it wrong the whole time. I know. People have been saying that and we're like, liar! Yeah, we're like, no way! From the moment Luna wakes up, it happened today. Today, the first thing out of her mouth was, in my dream, I told you I couldn't have an apple. Do you remember that one time that I wanted more of an apple and Nani said I couldn't have some and then you gave some? You know, there's a picture of a snake out of an apple. Another thing that I was thinking is that if I was a princess and I'd be princess, like, I haven't even cracked open an eye and it's already like 1700 things. And next week, spoiler alert, we have Dr. Dan on the show and he tells us a little bit about how to parent what they call a spirited child. How's that working for you? Well, if you could see her right now, she's got eyeshadow everywhere. So then the tips are... 
there's a lot of like, because I'm so booked out, I've, we got a lot of fun things coming up on the docket. Lee and I were going to overnight to a spa for Mother's Day. We have some like outdoor concerty things that we bought tickets to and we have family coming and there's just interesting stuff to do. We worked on the garden this week and listen, if you're feeling like humanity sucks, which most of us feel, I'm guessing, because I feel it daily, get on a buy nothing group. Buy nothing groups make you feel like there is hope in humanity. You can ask for anything on a buy nothing group and someone has it and is nice and wants to share and it really restores my faith in humanity. Can you like invite me to a buy nothing group? Because I need pavers. Yeah, I'll invite you to the Montclair one because I just got cedar mulch, which would normally be very expensive for free. I need to get on a buy nothing group because I need pavers for my backyard. I found some guy on Marketplace last night that had a bunch for like $200, exactly the ones I wanted. I was like, man, that's so cheap, but he won't get back to me now. Annoying. Annoying. So that's just, that's my tits. Fun things come. You'll hear my kid. What's not fun is she's going to scream right now. So there's that. Mom Treasure Review of the Week. We got some new ones. Thank you. Keep them coming. That's all we're going to say about that. Our next guests are real assholes. Yeah. They have shit the bed just like Amber Heard. They have thrown stuff at us and vomited all over the place. Please welcome Luna Mars and Sebastian Heron-Smith. Okay. Please say your name in the microphone. Luna. What's your last name? Um, Mars and Unicorn and Mingo. And rainbow. Lovely. And how old are you? Three years old. What is your favorite thing? Um, a unicorn and a mango. A unicorn and a flamingo? Yeah. What do you want to be when you grow up? Um, I'm a unicorn. You want to be a unicorn when you grow up? Yeah. I thought you wanted to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor and a unicorn. Oh, okay. Uh, and a policeman. And a policeman? That's a new one. And also... A fireman. Oh, really? That Those are new ones. Who is your favorite person? Um, you. Me? Um, oh, I love you, Bubba's. What is your favorite show? Little Ponies and Paw Patrol and you. Paw Patrol? My Little Pony and what else? You. Not me. I don't have a show. You mean Mom Trash? Your yeah. favorite show is Mom Trash? Yeah. Oh, can you, well, how about Bluey? Bluey, what's that mean? Yeah. What does your mommy do best? Um... Poops on me. <laughs> she poops on you? That's what she does best? Yeah. All right. That's gross. Who is your mommy's best friend? Um, me. Me? Mwah, Luna. That's right. What is your mommy's job? Me. Yes. <laughs> I, you are my job. Does she have any other jobs? I like the poops. She poops? I do poop like it's my job. What is the best thing about your mommy? Because her takes care of me when I need her. Oh, because I take care of you when I need you? <laughs> That's sweet, baby. What's the worst thing about mommy? When you poop on me. When I poop on you? Note to the listener, I have never pooped on my child, ever. If you could do anything with your mommy, what would you want to do? Poop on my mom. Oh, my God. Seriously? <laughs> what does your mommy like to do? I do like to poop. That is true. What is something that your mommy doesn't like to do? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. What What does you don't like to do? What do I not like to do? Uh, I don't like to clean. My My mama doesn't like to bring a lot of poops on stuff. And there you have it, guys. <laughs> Anything else you want to tell the people? Yeah. You are poopy, guys. <laughs> what is your name? Sebastian. Okay. And how old are you, Sebastian? Four. Four? Yes. What is your favorite thing in the whole wide world? Uh, you. Me? Yeah. 
More than anything? Yes. Oh, my God. That's so nice. You're my favorite thing. What do you want to be when you grow up? Maybe a dancer or a baker. A dancer or a baker? Yeah. Oh, what kind of dancing do you want to do? Hip-hop. What do you want to make as a baker? Uh, Not like a baker who makes cakes, like dinner or lunch. So a chef. Yeah. Who is your favorite person? You mean my favorite person that I know? Just your favorite person in the whole wide world. You. Me again? Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so lucky. Okay, what's your favorite show right now? Minecraft and... Pocket Watch. Minecraft and Pocket Watch, both and, on the and, same and, TV. And, and Pocket Watch is just a channel. Yeah, but you like all the shows on Pocket Watch. Yeah. Yeah. So what does Mommy like to do the best? What's her favorite thing to do? Your favorite thing to do is love me. <laughs> love you? I love that. That's true. That is my favorite thing to do. Okay, who is Mommy's best friend? Me. Yes. <laughs> who else? Clem and Dada. Clem and Dada, yeah. Who else? Poppy and Tricks because they're your parents. That's true. Anyone else? Pops and Meow. Pops and Meow. And Aunt Carrie. And Don Zach. And Joey. And Joey and Joey's mommy, Danny. And Luna. Yeah, okay. Um, Christine. And Christine. <laughs> yeah. What is mommy's job? Uh, actor. Kind of. That was close. What else? Somebody who makes mom to laugh. Yeah, that's true. That's good. Okay. And what is the best thing about mommy? The best thing about mommy is that I get to love you and oh, you love me. Oh, Muffin. What's the worst thing about mommy? The worst thing about mommy is that I'm not going to say. You can say anything. You can say anything. You won't get in trouble. I promise. I'm not going to say when you get mad at me. I'm not going to say that because that's a- you actually write when you get mad at me. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. So what is it? I love that you don't know right off the top of your head. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But I'm about to say it. Okay, say it. Well, the worst thing about Mama to me is that that dad that and you copy me with picking my nose. <laughs> because picking your nose is bad. Okay, so the fact that I picked my nose? Yeah. Okay, well, that's on brand. How old do you think Mommy is? I don't know. If you had to guess, how old do you think Mommy is? I'm, I'm trying to say 47. 47? Okay. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I don't know. For the record, I am not 47. I am 36. Okay. But I like the answer. If you could do anything with Mama... Anything in the whole world, what would we do? Mm, play. What would we play? With everything. Oh, with everything. Because Mommy doesn't really like playing that much, huh? Oh, oh, if you don't like that, then I can follow you wherever and always be with you. Oh, well, I think your answer of playing is a nice answer. It's what you would want to do with Mama. What is Mommy's favorite food? Oysters. Oysters? Wow, Mommy's bougie. You're not wrong. I love oysters. And pizza. And pizza? That's your favorite food. Yeah. Yeah. What does your mommy like that you do? Uh, love you. Yes, 100% you're correct. What is something you do that Mommy doesn't like? Be bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, last question. 
What is mommy's favorite thing in the whole wide world? Uh, I would say me. You are so good. I love you. Okay, now tell all the mommies out there that are listening. Say, Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Anything else you want to say to everybody? Rate and review and subscribe. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. No, I'm telling you thank you. Thank you, Mama. I love you. Okay, guys, this next segment is, uh, I'm just going to call it the elders. You know, growing up, all of us have experienced our moms giving us all different kinds of advice and told us all sorts of things. And you know, as you get older, some of them really hold up and some of them don't. So here are a list of some things that our moms told us, and we are going to let you know if they still apply. So as you know, I've talked about it ad nauseum. My mom was a nurse, and she also sometimes worked in the ER. So some of these are medical stuff, because that was our shop talk. Never get in the car with a full bladder, because then it spreads your organs to the edges of your body. And if you're in a car accident, you're more likely to rupture something. So what happens if you get in an accident? You're more likely to get like puncture something oh. because your bladder is presses everything to the outside. Ooh. So yes, you'll piss your pants, but more so you'll probably damage an organ. Oh my God. So I'm guessing that still holds true, although I'm, I don't want to find out if I'm right. No. My mom always told me that my body is my temple. How's that working so far? You know, I don't have tattoos or too many piercings. I've definitely caused some damage in other ways through, like, imbibing. So, okay. Maybe she's referring to... I think she was always, like, meaning that I needed to respect my body and take care of my body. And for me, I always took that as, like, don't get tattoos, don't get piercings, stuff like that. But I think when you've smoked on and off and you drink, that's not really taking care of... My body's not my temple right now. But I am working out. My body's a temple of doom. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) My mom said, don't move in until you're married. How's that working? It's not going great. The next three really slap. I'm just going to go ahead and just put the two together. Don't move in until you're married. Whoops. Don't have a baby without getting married. Whoops. Those did not work out well for me. Yeah. Yeah. Those didn't work out. My next one is my mom always told me this kind of goes along with the body is their temple. My mom always told me that the Roto-Rooter man, when she was trying to teach me about self-respect, that even the Roto-Rooter man has a shower in the back of his truck, which- what? Yes. So I've since met Roto-Rooter men. They do not have a shower in the back of the truck. I have asked. But what a metaphor. What a metaphor. Yeah. And it was basically like, even when you're shoveling shit all day long, like before their next appointment, they shower off so that they could present themselves a certain way. You know, it sounds very much like it's about like your physical presentation, but that's not what it was about. It was about respect yourself. It was a very like Clinton, Kelly, Stacey, London, what not to wear kind of metaphor. But it was also a lie. Right. It's also not accurate, but I like it. Enjoy your body and dress slutty when you can. That was one from my mom. She always used to say, with a body like that, I would dress like a slut. That's great. And I just did it because I was pretty modest. And she would sometimes try to buy me like lingerie and slutty clothes because she's like, you should be dressing slutty. And now in the tail end of that, not that I want to dress slutty, but I'm like, I ruined the time where I could have dressed slutty. So she had a point. I mean, I get it. Now we're in the era of crop tops and I'm like, "Mm, you know what? I probably wouldn't have worn them anyway because I would have been like, I don't 
think I look good enough. Right. My next one is sit in the uncomfortable. That's my favorite. That's on my website. Yeah, I think that is one that has permeated through every facet of my life. And even though I don't like to, now with the help of lots of therapy and hearing it over and over again from my mom, I'm much better at it. And I do think that it's a very, very valid lesson. It's true. I agree with you. Always advocate for yourself, especially medically. Which you did. Yes. And that harkens back to my mom being a nurse. And I I try to ask if anyone needs me to be their medical advocate, because sometimes when you're in it, you can't remember anything. It's too hard. You might be ill and can't do it. So it's important to have someone that knows your wishes and your needs and helps you stand up for what is best for you. You're my my work and my money advocate. Oh, thank you. I'm happy to be your medical advocate too. Yeah, I just haven't had any medical issues. Let's knock on wood and keep it that way. But I'm going to piggyback on that. Speak up for yourself and don't take any shit. That's one for my mom. You know, you can't sit there. I remember I used to get bullied as a little kid and my mom would say, don't just sit there and take it. Fight back. My mom would say, you can punch him if you want. I have your back. I love that. I'd be like, no, I'm going to get in trouble with school. And my mom was like, I've got your back. I'm your mother. You're going to be fine. Next time someone does something, sometimes they just need a punch to the face. I never did, but I do speak up for myself more now. Yes, I love that. I think I speak up for myself pretty well. You don't need a man. My mom said that, but my mom said that too. I think it also set me up because then it was like, you don't need a man, but then also don't move until you're married, but also don't have a baby without getting married. <laughs> Pick a lane, mom. It allowed me to be almost 38 and have not had that man situation figured out, which is fine. It all ended up well, but you don't need a man. I'll piggyback off of that one too. Date lots of guys. Learn what you like. Yeah. I did that. My mom would always be like, why do you have to marry every guy you're dating? Because And I would be like, well, what's the point of dating? Am I not looking to get married? Like, I want to find my person and spend my life with them. So why wouldn't I do that? And she was like, oh my God, just go have some fun. I did that. But then she would say like, don't give yourself away so easily, like to men. Right, your body's a temple. Right, see, it goes through all different uh, aspects. Yes, here's one. Learn how to swim. My mom. (laughs) Did you? I did, I learned how to swim. Uh, My mom grew up two blocks from the beach and three blocks from the bay and still does not know how to swim. Wow, really? Yeah, and that was one of her big things. Like, she was afraid of it and then she just felt like she became too old to really learn. My grandma never learned how to swim too. It was the same thing. My grandmother never learned how to ride a bike. So she was always like, learn how to swim. Like, you need to know how to survive in the water, especially if you live at the beach. Yeah, I would agree. And that one holds up. Yep. A big one of my mom's is put the airline mask on yourself first. Mm. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. You know, like on the airplane when they say, like, put your air mask on yourself first and then you can help other people, which I think as a mother, that whole notion kind of like totally goes out the window. It's always about like helping every your kid out and your spouse and stuff. But I think I'm a little more selfish, so I try to do that. (laughs) I think I'm okay at that. I don't know if that one holds up, but I do think it's a good one. Well, I mean, I think it holds up whether we're doing it or not. Right. Exactly. So my mom said, always have survival stuff in your car. Blankets, some food, water, an old coat, first aid kit, thing to break the window, a thing to cut the seatbelt. Again, as a nurse and working in the ER, basically the idea was be prepared for the worst and it won't happen. Yeah. And to this day, I still have some very odd things in my car, some people might say, but it's all stuff that has come in handy in one way or the other, even if it wasn't like I got stuck on a snowy road and had to survive 
by chopping off my arm and whatever. It's like sometimes, you know, someone's having a sugar attack and I have a protein bar. I mean, that's nice that I have that in there. Do you have kitty litter in the back of your car? No, but I have, um, I know for the snow melting, but I yeah. actually have used the mats instead. What mats? The car mats. Oh, another one was treat people the way you want to be treated. I think that's a pretty good one. Yeah. I think I do that for the most part. And that's one I'm struggling to instill in Sebastian. So best of luck to me. My mom was always like, look your fears in the face. Don't have too many fears, although fear is good about some things. But my mom like had a lot of things that she wanted to do and is really afraid of doing them. And so from a young age, she used to make me do the things that I feared, like talk to people. Like she used to always make me order the food for takeout whenever we would order. And I'd be like a four-year-old being like, I'll have seafood sizzling waba. <laughs> Because that was something my mom was afraid to do. She like never likes to talk to people on the phone and stuff like that. So that's a good one. And now I'm a person that purposely forces myself to do things I'm afraid of, like kind of like a freak. Like I'll be like, what are you afraid of? The dark? You're going to sit in the dark. Like I did that silent retreat for a month because you know me, I'm balls out. I'm zero or 100. That's it. There's no 50. So my mom was like that too, or is like that too. And when I was little, Mm -hmm. I went to school one day and learned about Bloody Mary. Oh God. I had to be in like first or second grade. I came home and I was so scared. I was like, mom. I need you to come with me to the bathroom. She asked me why. I told her about the Bloody Mary thing. And she was like, nope, you're doing it on your own. I was like, no, 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 please, please, please. And she was like, nope. She made me sit in the bathroom in the dark. She held the door closed while I like screamed and banged on the door, like fighting for my life to get out of this bathroom. And I have to tell it sounds horrible. And it sounds it like. It does. I was going to say, and how does this work? It sounds terrible. But like, I'll tell you, it solved that issue. I was like, oh, okay, fine, I guess. All right, this works, you know. Thanks, Mom. Thanks, Mommy. So to this day, like, I really try to do all the things that I am scared of doing. For me, that's one of the things I'm, like, taking with me in parenting Sebastian so hard. Like, that's why sleep was so important to me. That's why with this monster and ghost thing that's coming up, it's important for him to self-soothe. Because to this day, I'm still kind of scared of things that as a woman, as an independent person, I shouldn't be scared of, you know? Yeah, I'm not doing so great on that with Luna, but I need to. Neither is Matt. You know, you can only really fight one battle at a time. Right. It's hard to do all the things all the time. 100%. Learn how to use some tools and be able to fix some things. Like, you don't have to know how to fix all the things. Like, you don't have to be an electrician and a plumber and a whatever, but you should be able to know how to use tools, have your own tools, and be able to fix some things. One, it's empowering. Two, it saves money. And when I went to college, she got me a pink lady toolbox with pink tools, and I still have it to this day. I've added tools to it. Is it a Barbara from Real Housewives? Barbara, the the tool lady, she has her own pink tool kit. Is that who it is? Ashley, I'm old. Oh, right. This was the 80s. forgot. And since then, I brought to this relationship with Lee a table saw, a circular saw. Power tools. Yeah. And he only had a drill. And I was like, yo, I got drill, a drill bit. You know, I brought most of the tools to the relationship because this is what my mom instilled in me. And I am, as you know, I'm pretty handy. Yeah. Can't do everything, but you know, it gives me a great sense of pride to be able to hang my own, you know, pictures and put together Ikea furniture mounted to the wall and whatever. I'm a pro with Ikea furniture. Yeah. I think this is kind of my last one that I could think of. Be tolerant of others. And let me tell you, on the fence with that one. Yeah. On the fence. I mean, these last two years have been very trying times to really put that into practice. To this day, we'll have conversations and she'll say, you have to have some tolerance for people. I mean, I think I do for the most part, unless you're like Marjorie Taylor Greene. In this day and age, it's getting a little harder. Right. Then I'm I'm not so 
so tolerant. You know, I know that she doesn't love that, but she loves me anyway. Yes. Ashley, there's one on here that you didn't mention, and I think it's a lesson that I need to learn, and that is there are givers and there are gives. Oh, there are givers and there are givees is what it's supposed to say. So we used to read The Giving Tree. We've talked about it extensively on the show about how fucking depressing that book is. Fucked up. We would read The Giving Tree when I was a little kid, and my mom would always say the moral of the lesson are there are people who just give and give and give, and there are people who just take and take and take. Don't be the one who continuously gives. And that's another one. You know, my mom, she's abroad sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, she's abroad. And I mean that in the most complimentary way, because to me, that is a great thing to be. She's a tough dame. Yeah, exactly. And I think that came at a time where she was feeling so taken advantage of by the world. She was so, so young and had a daughter and was trying to figure out her own life. And she just felt taken advantage of. And I'll tell you, I don't often feel taken advantage of. I really don't. I mean, sometimes in work, lately with work, not between you and I, but in other things that you have very much been privy to those conversations. Yes. I feel like people take advantage of me being such a workhorse and me being so opportunistic and working for opportunity. But even that, I'm like, fuck it. I'm done. You want me to work for you? I got to get something out of it. Show me the money. Money or something. It has to be, there has to be some compensation somehow. So if it's not money, it has to be worth a damn. Right. A blowjob or something. I mean, honestly, no. (laughs) Cunnilingus will not cut it for me. Thank you. Well, there you have it, guys. You know, I'm interested uh, in hearing from you guys what is some amazing advice or maybe some terrible advice might be even funnier that your (laughs) moms have told you. Please write in to us. You can find us on Instagram at Momtourage Podcast. Facebook, TikTok. And we're hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Let's move on to hashtag swag bag. Hashtag swag bag. My hashtag swag bag is an electric sander, a hand sander. Happy Mother's Day! I'm refinishing a table because, like I said, I feel like I am just bleeding money with a backyard, so I'm trying to repurpose things I already have, one of which is a patio table. I sanded that bitch down, and she looks so good, and I am just so grateful I didn't have to do it by hand. I could do it with a hand sander. Unlike Carrie, I am not a power tool person. I've always been very scared of, I'm very crafty and I'm very creative, but when it comes to something that could like take a finger off, I'm good. Right. So I'm dipping my toe into that pond now. Mm -hmm. And I got to tell you, the hand sander, what an essential. Yeah, it's a good one to start with. This model that Matt has is like my father-in-law's, I'm pretty sure from like 1992. Mm -hmm. So I can't even link to it, but just buy yourself a damn hand sander. I'm going to go with this planner that I have. That's not the Filofax. It's the product. Planner and it's from productivityplanner.com. They also have it on Amazon. And it has you break up your to-do list by 20-minute increments. And you set like a top three, a, a secondary three, and a final three every day. And it says in how how many 20-minute increments do you think this is gonna take? And then you have to go back and review because a lot of the things that we have this big like block about doing actually don't even take 20 minutes. And so it really puts in perspective, especially if you have like anxiety that makes you not want to do anything. Yes. And it helps you work. And for my possibly ADHD brain and mom brain, this has been really helpful in me 
actually getting stuff done and feeling good about what I have gotten done. It's probably great for procrastinators too because it makes everything seem so much more manageable. Is this new or have you had this thing? I had it when I first started, when I first had her and then I stopped using it. It makes you fill in your week, like make a promise to yourself for the week. So this is like the weekly planning of the top, the top 15 things you need to do the week and then your commitment. And then on the day, you put your most important task and then there's bubbles of how many bubbles you think it's going to take. Oh, that's cool. In 20 minutes, secondary tasks, fourth tasks, and then notes. And then at the end of the day, you rate your productivity. You review yourself. And then you carry over the stuff that you didn't do and you make notes. And then at the end of the week, they have a little review about like, how did the week go? What things weren't done? It makes you feel better about even the stuff that you don't get done because it makes you realize, I don't know, I think it's really good for someone who's a high achiever but has anxiety. That's great. Well, there you have it, guys. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Don't lift a fucking finger. You hear me, ladies? Don't do it. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Don't do it. Sleep in. You sleep in. You take a bath. You eat whatever the hell you want. Don't you do a thing. No matter what they try and get you to do. Don't do it. Don't do it. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. We love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, that's our show today, folks. Thank you so much for giving us a listen. Please do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow. We are out here on our own, and these things really, really matter. We want to hear from you. Tell us what you want to hear. Email us at hello at momtouragepodcast.com. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok, all at Momtourage Podcast to hang out with us all week long. We are here for you. You are not alone. We got you. So go ahead, girl. Know this posse is behind you and go slay. Momtourage is a Cafe Mom podcast written and produced by Ashley Herring-Smith and Carrie Sotero. Recorded and mixed by Lee Mars. Our theme song, MILF, is by the band Mama Drama. You can find them on Instagram at Mama Drama Band or mamadramaband.com. 